0: This is the podcast that rocked for October 11th, 2023. My name is Luke, host of the YouTube channel, Rocked. Here we cover all the news that dropped in rock, alternative metal, indie punk, industrial, and everything in between, or at least the biggest news, because I can't go through every detail. One of the biggest announcements this week was the return of Sick New Worlds happening Saturday, April 27th in Las Vegas at the Las Vegas Festival Grounds. This is the same place where they have, when we were young, the pop punk emo festival later in the year. This time, the festival is once again stacked for a one-day extravaganza of C, all the bands as fast as you can. Featuring a returning system of a down, and also Slipknot, A Perfect Circle, Alice in Chains, Bring Me With Her Eyes, and Bad Omen, Sleep Token, Lamb of God, Knocked Loose, Baby Metal, and many, many more that I can't list off in time. It's an impressive lineup, and from all the people that I know that went to Sick New World last year that actually both attended it and worked it, the biggest complaint was the heat, and it looks like Sick New World is trying to counter that by having it a little bit earlier in the year, April 27th. Smart move. On top of that, I have heard that if you want to go. It's worth it for VIP just because you really have some awkward angles that are pushed way far back if you're just general admittance. And once again, this is for every festival I've been to. Shade will be a luxury, or at least it was last year. The heat was brutal and no shade also makes it worse, especially when you're in the desert. Hopefully they can make like some type of Home Depot stands with the big tarps or just some type of cover. Think like a carport, but for people, just really big ones. It's not that expensive and hard and they can repurpose them for other things. I really hope like festivals like that do something for shade. That being said, I do think the lineup's worth it. And this most likely, again, I have no confirmation of this, will most likely be another situation where there's a day two added of the same lineup. So Saturday and Sunday that weekend. So if you can't go one day, you can go the other. Or you can go both and check out all the bands you missed on the first day. Issue is, I don't know how the logistics worked last year perfectly. Again, not being there. I do know for a fact there was massive sound issues plaguing the side stages. This is a festival where two stages were happening, or two main stages and then two side stages, to the point where all through the day the side stages were having massive audio issues. A band like Seven Dust had to have their set cut short badly. Uh, when Body Count later took the stage on one of the side stages later in the night, it was a big deal to finally get the audio working 10 minutes into the set. It's pretty rough. So hopefully they have all that ironed out. I feel like they'll be a little more on their game to prevent that. Now that the festival's returning, you can find more information on rock.net and on Sick News World's website, Sick New World. Festival, please let me know what you think in the comments. I do think the lineup's worth it. I think it's I think there's more than enough to warrant a trip to this festival or going to Las Vegas for this. If you're able to somewhat go to the area, Las Vegas is not cheap. However, if you get enough people and cram in a hotel or do something along those lines, I think it would be worth it. That's easy for me to say, though. Ticket prices are always going to be painful, and if you want a better experience for something like this, VIP might be worth it. All I'm saying is it's April 27th, and right now it's October 11th. The time. I'm posting this, you have time to prepare. Tickets will be going on sale. You can put a down payment right now to sign up for it. Again, let me know what you think of the lineup. There are a lot of good bands worth seeing on this list, even on the side stages that I'd be excited about. And it's the typical festival one day shot that you have to check off and see as much as you can in short order. Another question I have along with this lineup for this year, which I do think is solid. I mean, it's stacked. One thing I have is about this new format that Sick New World and When We Were Young are pushing where it's all the bands in one day and then they might have a second day of the same lineup, and you can buy a separate ticket for that second day. I hope there's a situation where if they do a weekend like that, it's the same bands every day, same schedule for two days in a row, you can have access to both days. The reason I say that, there's no way you're going to catch everything for every band. There's a lot of bands overlapping, and that's fine, but if you get to go for both days for the same ticket price or just one inclusive price, that way you don't have to worry about as much catching everything in a frantic rush around from stage to stage, especially in the desert in Vegas. Just my thoughts. I do wonder how it's going to work this year, how, if it'll be ironed out and everything. I hope it will. Again, let me know your thoughts. Lineup looks good. I just hope everything pans out well, because now that it's coming back, that already proves they have enough success to warrant it returning. And I like this year's lineup better than last year. Take that for what it's worth. Sick new world got sicker. Another upcoming tour announcements, Tool announced a new 2024 winter tour starting in Baltimore this January 10th and then ending in Las Vegas, Nevada on February 18th, going throughout the country, hitting 20 new dates. This also adds to Maynard's work list next year, touring with A Perfect Circle and Pucifer. So it'll be a busy year for Maynard James Keenan as things go on. I do have to say, though, if you haven't seen Tool, this is a great opportunity if they're coming to your city. There's going to be a lot of different vase throughout the country as there is the end of this year as well. So Tool's going to be on the road. Definitely check out the spectacle it is. And if there's one band that I think should play that Las Vegas Eye, it's definitely this one, The Sphere. Man, Las Vegas' sphere with uh, Tool's imagery and all they do in concerts would send people into total hallucinogenic shock in new music news Judas Priest announced their upcoming album Invincible Shield coming early 2024 with a new single Panic Attack coming this Friday pre-orders are available now they already had a lot of everything recorded the touring's going on well Judas Priest just performed a power trip and apparently it was fantastic from what they were told even Metallica members were in the photo pit rocking out to Judas Priest that's a pretty good endorsement then again it's Judas Priest of course Metallica would be into that now that the band has some more things going on they will be going on tour next year as well Rob Halford not slowing down and Judas Priest 50 years in the game still releasing new music this also follows up their previous release in 2018 which was great surprisingly great so you're going to check more of that out on rock.net and on Judas Priest's website again the new song Panic Attack comes out this Friday check that out and along with other new music coming out this Friday we have two decent name albums Bear 2's latest album coming out called The Surface we already heard several singles from the album including a collaboration with Hardy which is questionable however I will say there is a little more variety and some of the tracks for Beartooth, so I'm excited to hear what the whole package is. That comes out this Friday through Red Bull Records, as well as Creeper's new album, Sanguivore, which I'm very excited to talk about. I was fortunately forwarded the album. It is fantastic. This is full rock opera this time. This is a spectacle from beginning to end. I love what Creeper did here. It definitely fits the Creeper vibe along with being a full stage show. I definitely put this better and higher up than Sex, Death, and the Infinite Void. I don't know if I would put it over the biggest moments of Eternity in Your arm. If you're a Creeper fan, but definitely worth checking out. Fantastic album. I'm still enjoying it and playing it through over and over again at this point. Creeper and Beartooth, new albums coming out this Friday, along with a new Judas Priest track. Pretty good Friday. We'll have a lot of the stuff on New Music Night this Sunday as well. New Music Stream, Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern on Twitch. We're going to be on Twitch the rest of the month due to YouTube and OBS issues. Twitch.tv slash rocknet. You can hear all the new music there. Vote on every song and play sound effects over the songs you don't like. In new band news, just like Better Lovers formed with former members of Every Time I Die and The Diligent Escape Plan, which is excellent. I still can't recommend Better Lovers' new EP, God Made Me an Animal, enough. It's so good. We also now hear from Keith Buckley, who has formed a new band. Many Eyes, which will be making new music and has a new single coming out very soon, has announced they will be going on tour supporting Thursday. I remember talking about and being very shocked about the very abrupt dissolution of Every Time I Die. At first, I thought, oh, they kicked Keith Buckley to the Curb, That's nuts. Turns out, no, they just couldn't work with Keith Buckley anymore because he was being difficult. So we're going to find out what the new album really has for a new band in many eyes. His announcement came through a video message. I'm excited to hear what they have. It was introduced by Jamie Joss of Hatebreed. We'll see what this side of the former Every Time I Die camp has for us in new music, new tour. I'm excited to hear it. Keith Buckley, love or hate how he runs a business in a band, I guess. I've never worked with a man. However, he's a good writer. He knows how to write write great hooks and make them well written and memorable as well so i'm excited to see what he has for a new project with new band members to work with Finally, we end with some of the most important rock news throughout the week. It seems that over at Arlington, the Texas Rangers are getting taken higher, and that's what's carrying them through the playoffs. The Texas Rangers, who have never won a World Series, which is wild to me, have been playing Creed's higher to help get the crowd to sing along and amp everything up, and it's working. It's been going that way for a while. Apparently, some of the baseball team have been listening to Creed just to relax and have fun and goof off in the bullpen and in the dugout and stuff like that, in the locker room. It was meant as a joke, but ever since since they started doing it and then started playing higher and having people sing along, the power of Creed has carried the Texas Rangers into the next round of the playoffs. Again, it's wild that the Rangers have never won a World Series for how long they've been in the league. But then keep in mind, it might be Creed that carries them to the World Series. This all announced with Scott Stapp's new album coming next year, which is going to be another, I'm sure, very prophetic and inspirational album with hard rock riffs, along with the Creed Cruises playing. Plural, there's going to be more than one Creed cruise. 2024 might be the true comeback for Creed. I await your jokes in the comments. That'll be all for this week's The Podcast That Rocked. And by the time you hear this podcast, the latest Rock Coliseum will have already aired, and you can check the entire replay of it on the YouTube channel for Rocked. I'll put a link to it on rock.net on this podcast post as well and on the YouTube comments. Please check it out. We always have a lot of fun. Even on the replays, you can have a lot of fun playing along, listening and just dropping your thoughts in the comments on all the things we cover. Again, Rock Coliseum is a blast for us. We thank you all for sticking with us so long. For the four of us just to goof off. Thank you guys again. New Music Night, like I already said, this Sunday. Most Recent video is on Pod is on the Rock YouTube channel right now, 10 haunted rock and metal albums for October, the spookiest of months. I talk about albums that have a haunted history while being made, ghost stories, all that stuff. It's a pretty interesting dive into some of that. Thank you guys again. I'll have some album reviews, especially on Creeper and Beartooth if I have time. Hope you all have a great week. Please check out New Music Night, twitch.tv slash rocknet. Remember, any donations you have, get to the good boy and girl fund Meaning my pets, the dog and cats, need their treats.